on a Friday, and why not? This is how you do it on day five of Road Trip 2021. Hanging out with the guys, the whole cast and crew, Brian Freeman, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Charles Talbot, Patrick, and Kai Bab. Good to see you guys, Good as always. Nice to see you guys. You. Look at this yeah. place, man. It's coming right along. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn about this great product, the things that these guys are doing, Colorado born and raised. And then also we're going to go out and get some education in the fields. There's a lot going on in the wine business. Patrick, take it away. Oh, yeah. Welcome, guys. Thanks for coming in. So today uh, we're going to be tasting Sparklet, our effervescent white wine. This is Colorado's first affordable sparkling uh, wine. And that's what we really set out to do when we built this building. Uh, it was a dream that we'd been working on since about 2017. And uh, we made it happen. It was super fun. Yeah, it's great to you're have the, you guys you're back. The, you're the dreamer, man. The vision. What, <laughs> yeah. what was the vision? Uh, the vision was to make this amazing winery and, and open our doors and have everybody show up. And it's happening. So that's oh, great. I mean, so if you build it, they will come. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, grow, it's so nice to vertically integrate and take the, take the leap from <coughs> growing grapes to making wine. Mm -hmm. It's amazing because now you can share that, your, your grapes with each individual customer, mm -hmm. not just, you know, the wineries we were selling to before. Now we get to connect with everybody, which is this Amazing. Fa this facility is kind of, I mean, about a year and some change, but fresh off the rack, but you're not fresh off the rack. <laughs> Talk about your experience and where it, well, you've been in this business for quite some time. We've been farming for the last 21 years here in Colorado, uh, growing grapes, selling them to other wineries. And then Patrick and I partnered two years ago and launched Sauvage Spectrum. And we continue to work with our winery partners. Those, those partnerships are very important. And um, now we have our own wines that we get to share with everybody as well. Well, and this is coming from a guy who's 36 years old, and when he <laughs> says, you know, 21 years of selling this, but you started from the ground up. I mean, ha who haven't you worked for in this town? <laughs> you know, come on. We worked a lot of different places, and you know what's really cool about that is that I learned something different at each place that I applied. I took what I liked about each business and put them all together, and I, I, I like to think that we have a pretty, you know, we, we run a pretty Isn't that really friendly what life is all about, just that, okay, I've done this, I've done that, I've done this, and now I've got that, that moment, that aha moment. I mean, you can do you're stepping into that zone right now, too. It's good to see yeah, all of you guys doing that yeah. thing. At first blush, he's your neighbor. I mean, talk about this guy for a minute. I, I got to know Kaibab probably about four or five years ago. I'd always known who he was, but once we got to start working on boards together, really got to know the man. Absolutely incredible man. Absolutely incredible wife and a fantastic viticulturalist. Um, he makes, well, and he grows varieties a lot of people don't grow. He's willing to take a lot more risk mm -hmm. than a lot of more, a lot of people are willing to take. Mm -hmm. And he, the, the, the grapes, when he gets these grapes to the wineries, the value that they're producing out of these and the quality in the wine, you can completely understand why they're working with Kaibab. He understands the process from top to bottom. He's picking it when it needs to be picked, and he's getting to them in a timely manner that they can make really good wine out of what they're doing. Yeah. So not only thank you, Charles. That's huge. Thank you, man. Not only Absolutely. partnerships within uh, the community and sourcing and, and 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 those types of things, but also in relationships, and that's where this gentleman comes into play, Patrick. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, in your own right, man. Kudos to you. I mean, just take the bow. I just, I just showed up. Not, not at all. <laughs> you called me. I picked up. <laughs> and, and so when you get minds like this together, that's where you go kaboom. That's the big bang. Yeah. That's where it happens. We're, we're excited. It's pretty amazing. He's taken a lot of some of these, we, you know, we've planted some obscure cold hardy varieties that out of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. 
And a lot of wineries were scared to work with him. And I was like, hey, Patrick, that's even how we started our relationship. I was like, hey, take these and do something cool with them. Like figure out a wine that we could make. And by him doing that, making a good wine, a great wine, it's helped us sell those grapes. Yeah. So we've created this brand new market that didn't exist, which is phenomenal. I, I know, John, Brian, I know you yeah. are chomping. Oh, let, we're going to let, we're going to sick Brian, 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 Brian on you. Uh, but one second, and I just have to do this. Thank you to our amazing partners that make this programming possible for you as we're doing a 1,600-mile loop inside of Colorado to give you these types of stories. And that's what I think makes the modern eater so special. It's a 21-day road trip. And you might have seen Savage Spectrum at our last year's summer dinner series, their sparklet line. Man, it was a hit. It's fantastic. But this is exactly oh, no. what you get when you go to a <laughs> summer dinner series dinner. All the information will be, not yet, on themoderneater.com. We're going to release that at the beginning of this next week. So stay tuned for that. Patrick, get into that sparklet. Yeah, and so here we are as well. We, we broke into that natural wine scene. And, you know, we're not here saying we're the first to do it. There's, there's some really great... Great oh, Colorado producers, um, but we're really excited to, to bring it to the mainstream. So our pet nat stands for Petalant Natural, and it, it's a true taste of fermentation because we go ahead and just we just bottle the fermentation towards the end of it. It's yeasty, it's hazy. You know, we shake we shake this bottle up. It's psychedelic, and we incorporate those yeasty, <laughs> lazy flavors. And it's an unstable wine, and, and people are loving it because right. we don't add any sulfites. So we're really uh, we're we're uh, running on that line of doing these natural conventional wines but we're also playing around with these natural wines so it's a another way to get more people in these doors this go get one of go get them brian i'm yeah. gonna do what you need to be doing right now these are the stories of colorado i'm jumping on my facebook i'm going to share this to my personal page and some other groups if you think people need to see this we would appreciate you sharing this as well and then go ahead and throw all of these great brands like uh, uh, talbot's uh, you've got a Facebook page and an Instagram. They're both That's very right. cool. And uh, Savage Spectrum as well. Check them out and make sure you like that too. Get them, Brian. Well, I wanted to for Kaibab to share what he said to me because one of the things that I – we spoke about this earlier over at your place, Talbot's, innovation. And that is something – and, you, you know, you're taking innovation in one direction and you guys are taking innovation in one direction. I just saw this man make uh, – what, what kind of a mimosa ball? <laughs> mimosa Get out of here. Yeah. Okay, tell the people, but first, let Kaibab give you the compliment that he shared with me about where you've been. And, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. You were talking, he's talking about being with all of these incredible front runners like Carboy, like Infinite Monkey, all these people that were really. Oh, yeah, his past experience, absolutely, yeah. is, is, is amazing. I mean, the, the, the platform, the stage that he's coming off is great. I mean, to have the opportunity to learn Infinite Monkey Theorem, transition to Carboy, and then to bring Patrick and, in here. And ma maintain those relationships, too, you know, which we work uh, very closely with both of those companies still, and Kaibab especially, selling them fruit. So it's been, it's been a great great balance we even have a current collaboration we're doing with infinite monkey theorem the ignition alliance and we donate 20 percent of the proceeds to the wildland firefighters foundation we have this crazy wild label you want to grab one yeah I'll it's it. it's a it's a forest service badge but it's the denver cityscape there's a lightning bolt hitting there's a smoke going there's there's the slurry bomber coming in there's 2020 that was a dumpster fire of a yeah, year with <laughs> fire in it this sums up 2020 real good but there's a message of hope it's it's uh imt and our buses are driving down a rainbow, rainbow road 
which it's showing there's there's hope in the future and we're we're ushering in hope and so it's a great opportunity to give back <laughs> to these heroes that are right now are down out on the what is that pack creek fire by moab yeah. 8500 acres today started at 500 acres on monday mm. like last monday it's it's you know it's it's fire season we need yeah. to take care of these guys it truly is Definitely. now that we have an opportunity packed in here 10 seconds ago that's how it is cycling through and i can't believe what a great atmosphere you guys have provided that's uh, 750 bucks. We'll collect <laughs> that on the way out the door. <laughs> Show us this. Gift cards. Uh, <laughs> Show us this right here. And just go through this Walmart quickly gift if you would, Kyle. Yeah, absolutely. But show so. us on-premise is big right now. And coming in here, you can do that too. Come have your experience. But show us around your bar if you would. Absolutely. I'm probably not the best guy to do it because, as you can see, I'm the farmer. But that's okay. We have our frosés. These have been crushing. So we take our... It's a special blend, proprietary blends of wine and passion fruit juice and put it in a slushy machine. These, we sell so many of these, people love them and they're just refreshing. You could come here, sit on inside in our tasting room here, our production facility, outside on the patio. We have an air conditioned patio. People have been talking about we have the largest patio in Grand Junction, which I'm, it's our crush pad and you guys are gonna have to move during harvest, but you're welcome here now. <laughs> um, that's what's so cool about where you guys are set up is that you're 100% in the production. You're understanding the production. You're seeing it. You're coming into this facility, and it's not like it's a, a gift, shop. gift shop. Exactly. It is 100%. This is a production facility. You're 100% in tune with the winemaker who's here all the time, with the farmer who's coming in to get his break every once in a while and get himself a froyo. Because we, cool we, we, we know he has to cool off, right? Yeah, Wait, he's out in the, the summer froyo? heat. Frozen. Oh, frozen yogurt. That yeah. So it's such a cool concept. Too, didn't I? When I came in here, I was sweating bullets. So you guys touched on the mimosa bombs earlier. You want to make one? Yep. Real quick. So what we do is we take Look at this. frozen orange juice. These are in bomb molds, thus the bomb. That's how you beat the heat. You beat the heat right If you want to beat the heat or start off early, come on over, Savoy Spectrum. Wow. 676, 38 and a quarter. So we just need a really fancy breakfast burrito. Maybe oh. like a breakfast <laughs> yeah. burrito wrapped in a mimosa. crepe. Yeah. You guys got the crepe truck. We have a microwave, right? so we, <laughs> can, we can work on that. <laughs> Look at that. So it's 100% Colorado mimosa, and it's just delicious. We're going to send this over to Charles. Great Talbot. way to start your day. Talbot's wine. All right, let's see what we think. There it is. Do we want to look I mean, at the grapes, there's zero guys? percent chance he's going to oh say he doesn't God. like it. The nose <laughs> on it. The <laughs> nose on it's unbelievable. The best part, there's barely any OJ in there. Okay, we all have our drink. <laughs> okay, we need to do this. I don't want to step outside into the million-degree heat. But you don't have, have to. to. And you know why? There's a lot going on right now. There is. Uh, growing is an interesting thing, but I want to talk about it with you guys. Let's step outside these doors. And uh, what, 80%? Crop devastation? 80, 85%, yeah. It's, what? It's pretty catastrophic. Already double fisting. It's, um... Except the scene. Where are we? So we're at our estate winery, Savage Spectrum. We were just in our production facility slash tasting room. Now we're in our estate vineyard. So um, we sit on nine acres here. Petit Verdot, Malbec, and Roussan we grow. And then our other vineyards are off-premise. This, this, this is... Um, the site where we grow those varieties. So this is a great illustr illustration 
of future and past of really what's going on here of what the cleanup process the replanting process the how you're putting this back together but just take it from there and show this i mean it's a interesting dichotomy of how this is working out kaiba devastation so colorado is an amazing place to farm but colorado as everybody knows can get cold and it got cold last year and what happened was it got cold before the vines were ready it's like going outside without your coat um the vines didn't have a coat on and they weren't ready for it and so we lost 85% of our vines, tens of thousands of vines to the ground. Is that like a one night process or a week or how do you hang on? I mean, when you saw this coming, what was it like? I mean, it's triage at that point in time or is there any saving? It was, it was too cold to do anything. Uh, wind machines, sprinklers, heaters, uh, nothing would have prevented this. Uh, growing more cold tolerant varieties, which we have a small percentage of that are working well. Mm -hmm. and that's just a diversification. But this is, this is, you know, when we started farming, we knew what we signed up for. This is going to happen one in 20 years, they say, right? Mother Nature tends to remind <laughs> you who's in charge. They do. <laughs> yep. That sounds like something your dad said. It is. <laughs> Bruce. I, I know Bruce well. So what do you so, do at that point? Yeah. yeah. And, and this is alive, though, right next to yeah, you. Yeah, pretty That's amazing. This is the same variety. These are younger trunks. These survived 2014. We lost 70% of our vines in 2014. This survived. I'm not sure why. Um, but you can see if you look, look, look at that. See that split? They actually, the trunks split and that brown spot right there, that's cumulative trunk damage. That, that spot, that brown say spot. Say that again. Cumulative trunk damage. Okay. That brown spot is from 14 probably. And it, it's the, the like get down so I can get a photo of it now. for our viewers. Get down and show where that is once again. Me? Well, the other side I wanted to add why Kaibab's down here is when we were viewing the map of the Grand Valley today, and we were talking about those areas that tend to be a little more solid as far as uh, confidence in that you have the canyon winds and you're going to be able to survive these colder years. This is one of those areas. And so for the cold snap to be so cold that it snapped this area, it's a hell of a cold snap. It, it was big. And it was everywhere. big. And there was. And it, I, I remember the day. Yeah. It was immediately like, oh, it's 60 degrees out, and then boom. The leaves ice turned cold. brown, fell yeah. off. We were still harvesting. We were still picking grapes, and we continued to pick them as quick as we could to maintain the quality. And we got everything harvested, but unfortunately, it led to this devastation. But... The good news is we'll rebound. We'll yeah. be back in production Just next like year. like everything else, right? Some of the most biggest devastation in, in, in nature becomes the most fertile. And that's the way the cycle works. How do you get these to look like this? <laughs> good question. <laughs> a lot of work. We had 42 guys working today. Wow. And we didn't make a dent on this property. Um, so first we chainsaw, pull all the overwintering structure off. We're going to take all of this bundle we're going to, one guy is going to go like this and wrap some tape around it and another tape. And we're going to take this and make a big bundle out of it because this was a whole vine, you know, producing 15 pounds per vine with a full canopy like these. You take all that energy back to a couple shoots, it's going to be too vigorous. So that will devigorate the vine. Then we're going to come back through after they've lignified. It's a fancy word for gotten woody and pick two nice trunks to bring up just like this. We're going to tie them up. We're going to tie five times to here and then probably five times each direction. And that will reestablish the overwintering structure. And then next year, it should 
it will fruit again as long as the, the, the uh, mother nature is kind to us. So we'll be back in pro production. What? <laughs> you don't get that anywhere else. That's well, Kai Bab Savage. Yeah. He's dropping knowledge about Geeking you out. Well, and go back to, because one of the things wow. you started talking about was how that trunk is almost, it, it, you, it was sounding like it's almost like a tree where it would remember mm. and have something inside the trunk that would remind you when you cut it of other past storms or past freezes. Absolutely. And these, these have that from this year. So these will be less adept at taking future frost events because that's cumulative. You get a little pie shape out of there each year. And once the pie is too big, the vine will collapse because the, the vascular tissue can't keep up with all of the, 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 you know, what it's plumbing. It has to supply enough, uh, you know, of, of the liquids to keep the plant going. So a wasp just land, it reminds me. What, what kind of insect issues do you have? Do you have any insect issues out here? We're pretty fortunate. You know, we're high desert, we're dry. We, uh, you like those tendrils? Mm -hmm. These are called tendrils, that's how the vine climbs. They're, uh, when, you, when they touch something, they actually start curling. And that's, they'll curl, and then that's how the vine, because vines grew on the forest floor. And they, that's how they climbed up out of the forest was with their tendrils. So they just vines and then leaves will go off the tendril and they'll just continue from there to bushel. Uh, yeah, so so I mean your fruits back here way at the base because this is this year's growth. So we started with a bud. This is next year's buds. These guys, we started with a bud. Inside this bud, it's amazing. There's a shoot and two clusters in every single bud. And so that's how we set our crop is by pruning them. <laughs> It's pretty amazing what, what vines do. I just get, got a text, and it must be another fan, but Jake from Farm Box Food, he's going to be meeting us in Paonia for our summer solstice party on Sunday. Nice. Grab some wine for me. I'll pay you tomorrow. That, that's what it's all about. That's what's up. Speak about, come here, Patrick. You love this, too. Yeah, Speak about it. Colorado wine, the importance of it. Oh, the, the trajectory we are on is quite amazing. You know, everyone's put all this hard work into Colorado wine and uh, producing premium grapes. So this is, it's very devastating uh, right now to, to our industry. So uh, we just hope that everyone could keep supporting Colorado wine, all these small families, small businesses, uh, just, just keep drinking it. And it's, it's getting better and it's amazing. So go out there and buy some Colorado wine. That's, that's what I can. That's key is that, yes, we lost this year's crop, most of it, uh -huh. but we still have wine because uh -huh. we've been making wine. For, you know, everybody knows it takes a year or two to make wine, and we'll keep having wine. And so keep supporting these Colorado wineries. That's huge. That's the biggest thing people can do to help right now. Is it out of pity, or do we have great wine? Oh, man. I think you know Check, the, check the reviews. Yeah. Proof's in the pudding. Check yeah. The reviews. <laughs> Look around on <laughs> this hot day in Colorado and just the stories. I don't know, just the community and, and us together and your expertise and, and your talents as well. That's what makes these products. Well, the modern eater support. You guys are rad. You're amazing. We're You're Jay highlighting Parker us right now. With the Thank camera you. Jay right Parker's there. on it. Absolutely. Principal, say, come on over yeah. here. Get in here. Get in here. Mosa yeah. bomb. He's been our a great host to us, and thanks for having us there. We're going to cook tonight at your place, outdoor cooking. What are we eating? 
You come by? Oh, no, in Colorado. Have you ready to come no, by? No, Eight listen, o'clock on the dime. That's what dime. I was about to do. Was, I was yeah. about to invite you over. We, <laughs> it, personal invitation, both of you. We'd be um, pretty insulted if you don't show up. <laughs> How do you like so that just kind of the pressure? Tap room. Okay. Tap room. What we're looking at at eight o'clock. The sun's just gonna start oh, it'll be setting, beautiful. and it's gonna be gorgeous. We've got Colorado beef. We've got Colorado spices. Dang. We've got Colorado cheese. We've got. We're Colorado about to go to dairy. James's place. James Sanders' place. Talk mm-hmm. about that. We can Where get, are we going next? So we're going to Palisade Pete Shack. Yep. And we're gonna go get some local fruit and vegetables uh-huh. to add to the meal tonight. Beautiful. But everything's gonna be Colorado, and it's all about getting fresh ingredients from the area to throw together in one meal it's gonna be fantastic i understand you had your hands on some apricots today yeah take whatever you guys need (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know freshly picked this morning i always look for brian and brian geeks out on this he's the farm whisperer he is uh, just loves this stuff but kai bab these guys you're in awe of all of these guys here we're in awe brian he's a rad guy tell (laughs) us more i mean the feeling is (laughs) mutual it's what's we all serve a purpose in the chain you know i mean all of us have really fit and been an integral part of, you know, Colorado Ag. And that's, I mean, that's what I think we celebrate so well Mm -hmm. on this road trip and then with the dinner series because it's about really going out, getting this story from you guys. You know, so rarely do you get to tell your story and do people get to see sort of behind the scenes at the farm, the distillery, the winery, all of it. It's, It's so, I think it's just... To me, this is like the culmination of everything I've been working on for 25 years of my life is to being able to give you guys this and thank Greg and the Modern Eater because you guys have Jay. You know what's not acceptable, though? An empty sweat? cup. Ah, oh, let's go take care of that. Uh, and I'm like sweating. Hundred degree day. <laughs> Seriously, you're not sweating at all. You got that brand new hat on that you're gonna get a sweat, no sweat ring marks. on. No sweat marks. I, I, you know, I hate the sweat marks. I'm used to the heat, man. Yeah. I'm used Mine to are, heat. Mine's getting there. You spent enough time out Charles, there. Charles, I can't see you. Yes, <laughs> 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 Still really bright. Desert brown. I don't want to get lost. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what a great tour um, today at Talbot's. And then uh, when Charlie jumped in, showed us around the office. And what a, what a cool day. Palisade has not disappointed at all. We've got a couple of more stops. You guys hope to see you for dinner. No pressure. Please be there. No, just none. Kidding. We'll be there. Uh, cool. All right, we're going to kick the rock on down the road. we got a couple of more places to stop. No word from Blaine, the uh, tomato guy No, yet. but we did go. We're going to James. James. From Carboy. James just texted. Jay's saying, stop. We're going to stop. I hope you appreciated this. I know I did. I like to see the progression. Look at last year's video when we were here at Savage Spectrum. They've grown so much, and they will continue to. What's the name of this lane again? Uh, the, the Harvest Lane. Isn't that what, isn't it called something? Uh, we're we're in the Savage Block. That's but, it. But this is where the Harvest House parks. So we All call right. it Harvest Lane. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your camper. Yeah. Bring your camper. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll be back at uh, James's the Palace. Uh, the Palisade Pete Shack. That's Got it. it. Next. <laughs>